Well, hey there, welcome back to another episode of Bill Selleck Talks. My name is Bill Selleck. This is me talking. So recently, I was doing some kickboxing on Apple Fitness Plus. We got Apple Fitness Plus for a few reasons, mostly because the the whole like bundle of Apple One gives you all the things. So, you know, Apple Music is there, more iCloud storage, Apple Fitness, which I was doing a little bit of cycling with, um, Apple Arcade's in there. As a family, that made a whole lot of sense. Um, my wife got a stationary bike in 2020, along with many, many other people, but it was not a Peloton. It was just a stationary bike. But I love all the feedback that you get with an Apple Watch when you're doing exercise. And so I, I came to find pretty quickly that actually what you get with Apple Fitness Plus is you get that feedback. When you're doing a workout and you're wearing your watch on just not a smart bike, a dumb bike, a stationary bike. Um, it shows you your heartbeat. It shows you where you are in the pack compared to other people who have done the ride. Um, and so for a while, like, I'm not going to pretend to say I was doing this every day, um, sometimes not even every week, but sometimes. I definitely go in waves, and it's definitely around um, how much sleep I'm getting and how much vacation time and uh, holidays there are around me. Not the point. The point is cycling was a thing and got that. And then they, they recently added kickboxing. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like I remember doing um, a couple of kickboxing classes in my early 20s. My favorite barter of all time was with an old friend, Dustin. I gave him guitar lessons and he gave me karate lessons. He was just opening up a dojo, Shotokan Karate. And uh, and every week we, we would trade off. I'd get, I would get a karate lesson and I would give a guitar lesson. I also just got to go into his brand new dojo um, and, and take those classes. And I love, I need to do an episode actually just about this. There's so much overlap between learning guitar and learning karate. But the thing that stuck out with me um, when I was flipping through Apple Fitness Plus was, hey, like kickboxing, they, they started offering like a night class of kickboxing, you know, 60 minutes. And in my early 20s, I was in pretty good shape. Um, I had just finished playing a punk rock band full time and that was me just running on stage for like an hour straight. Um, so like my cardio was up, I was like going to the gym because our band actually played at a gym and got a free membership. Um, I'm not like a gym person at all, but for, for a brief while I was. And so like, actually, you know, I, I'm like, cool, let's do this. And that I remember that kickboxing being the hardest workout I had ever done. Like I just, I was like, am I going to pass out? Am I going to throw up? Am I going to something like, is my heart going to explode? So I saw kickboxing, Apple fitness plus I'm not in my twenties. I was like, all right, let's try this. Cool. 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 Get on, got my watch and I'm going through. I was like, Oh, yep. There's the cardio right there. Cool. All right. Like this is, this is going to be a solid workout and it's not going to take me that long to get to like a really high heart rate, which it seems is a big thing um, when you're out of your 20s. I could also say, I guess, out of my 30s. But again, not the point. So I start going through that. And the first couple of, of the, the kickboxing classes, um, and these aren't even long. Like the 10-minute one is like a solid workout for me. I don't know what that says about me or about the workout, but the point of this episode is not to judge. Back to that. So I start doing that. So you kind of learn like, I'm going to make up a thing and I don't know the words for it. Like kick left, block right. And you do that for like 
three minutes and then kick right, block left. There's better names for this. And you do that for a while. Um, and then you do like kick, jump, uppercut or something. Kick, jump, uppercut. And then at the very end, you put it all together. So you're like left click, kick, right block, right kick, left block, kick, jump, uppercut. And you do that like a whole bunch of times. Um, and inevitably, this very last one, um, a couple things happen. It feels like a really cool kind of culminating activity, right? Like theoretically. Um, but I find, and, and keep in mind the bar is very low here. I find that my technique just gets destroyed in that last part because there's so many steps that I don't have memorized. I'm like left. Do you remember what I said? Let's try and like say it together out loud or at least in your head. It was like left kick, right block, right kick, left block, kick, jump, uppercut. And we do that like 10 times in a row or whatever. Um, but even just saying that out loud, like that's a mouthful and there's no muscle memory there. And that's kind of the point I think of the class is that it's like a kind of a new thing. It's always mixing it up. Um, I remember back, oh wow, like 20 years ago, when I was doing those kickboxing classes, and the reason I kind of set that up for you earlier is because um, that was building on Shotokan karate. And in this particular style of karate, and it as well as many others, there's a thing called a kata. And this reminded me a lot of a guitar scale. We learn this particular way of going. And uh, if you know nothing of katas, picture you're looking straight down on the ground and there's a capital I. Okay, you know, like big top, big bottom, and a, a long line in the middle. You start at the base, so the bottom of the eye in the middle. And you go right, and you come back, and so you're centered again. Then you go along the big length, like up the letter, and then you go right, back to middle, left, back to middle. Then you go back down across the big length of the eye, and then you finish out the letter I. You go left, and then back into the middle. So that's the path, and my goodness, I still remember that. Because um, you did that again and again and again. And the idea is a few things. It's to build muscle memory. It's to just get a good workout. Um, and it's, it's also like kind of philosophically part of what Shotokan Karate is about. What I learned though, and my takeaway after doing Apple Fitness Plus kickboxing, is that actually the ritual of doing the katas, and I think the ritual of almost everything we do as humans is to get the clunkiness out of it, to get that muscle memory, to get, and if it's muscle memory, like physically, like punching or strumming or scales or kicking or whatever, you know, nunchucks or not, um, it's to make it an automatic thing. Because my goodness, is it clunky when I'm putting all the things together and I don't have any sort of memory. I'm like thinking, thinking, thinking. And I was like, wow, my punches, like I still remember how to properly punch um, in the style of Shotokan karate. And it's it's a particular thing. I'm like, wow, like my hands are like really sloppy. They're not centered. I'm not extending all the way. My shoulders are like not in balance. There's all kinds of, all kinds of issues going on. And I think a big, big reason why is because I didn't have that ritual. It's not the automatic thing. And when I was playing guitar, um, I didn't hate scales, but I didn't love them. I didn't particularly see the point. I was like, learn the scale to get better, learn the scale because this is what we do. And now, 
um, I learned this lesson much, much too late. Part of it is just to do a thing because you know how to do the thing. And every time you do the thing, you're doing the thing. So if you want to be better at playing guitar, you need to play guitar a lot. There's a lot more to it, but also just if you're not playing every day, you're not getting better. So like at its most basic, you need to play guitar to be playing guitar and you need to play guitar to get better at playing guitar. And that might sound obvious, but I'm going to say that one more time. If you don't play guitar, then you're someone who doesn't play guitar, right? For me, that's actually really profound. If you want to be a guitarist, you need to play the guitar. And what do you do when you play guitar? Sometimes you do scales. So let's take all of this and apply this to the classroom. So there's, there's a bunch of different kind of habits, rituals, protocols. Uh, Edu Protocols has gotten a lot of popularity recently. And I think part of why that style of teaching is so effective is because the students don't have to learn the steps. They have to learn the protocol. And once they've learned that, they've got the steps and you can plug in whatever thing you're going to plug in. So if we take even like a pretty complex thing and you can run that through that protocol. So the student's cognitive load is on the new thing, the new content, the new skill, and it's not on the step-by-step -step directions. If you have those step-by-step -step directions that get repeated, that becomes a template that you can just take and throw in whatever the thing you're working on is. Um, and I, I, I kind of abstractly knew this was a, a good way of teaching and caught, you know, specifically, I'm going to call out like edu protocols, why those are, are so popular and so successful. Um, like I kind of got that in an abstract way and I've, I've done, you know, my own versions of that with students, but seeing it through the lens of kickboxing on Apple fitness plus compared to Shotokan karate katas, I feel like so much of what lesson design is, is like every time it's something a little new and a little different and we want it to be like this novel thing. Cause we also know that novel ideas and experiences help make learning sticky, but you're learning the new experience. And so like the cognitive load is on learning the experience, learning the step-by-step -step directions. And that's me like learning all those steps of kickboxing, like do the kick and the whatever and the thing and the wait, where are my hands? And I end up just like almost punching myself in the face because I'm trying to do an uppercut and like it's stuff I haven't done before. Um, where really I think there's a huge advantage to teaching your kids like three katas, three protocols, three workflows, whatever you want to call them, three templates. And then you can take whatever the learning is, put it in that thing. And they're like, oh, cool, we've got this. We've got the four steps. We know how to do this thing. And they're not worried about how do I do the step-by-step. -step. They're worried about learning the new knowledge. So I think there's some real value in that. Um, and I hadn't really understood how valuable those protocols, those procedures, those repeated steps, that classroom culture thing that you have, those rituals. I didn't realize how important that was until I ended up almost kind of inadvertently, you know, hitting myself while doing Apple Fitness Plus kickboxing. Um, so I'd encourage you to, as we, uh, you know, as we're kind of wrapping up the schools, a chance to, to practice some new routines with kids. 
build some new habits and then making that just kind of part of this is how we do things with me. Um, it can even be like a, a really big group project. I'm thinking of how our student council, who we call STUCO, because it's the first two letters of student and the first two letters of council, STUCO. Um, every Friday, they run our all-school assembly. We call it flag because there's a flag there. Sometimes, sometimes we <laughs> forget the flag and we still call it flag. Anyway, it's our all-school assembly and STUCO puts together a pretty complex run of show using Google Slides adding all kinds of multimedia, lots of different videos. Um, and the first month with each new group of, of student council kids is rocky because there's just so much to learn. But then we have this template of here's our workflows, here's where we build stuff out, here's how we submit and share stuff. Once we have that built out, we can actually get pretty complicated and pretty complex and pretty like professional with the content that students are able to create because they know what it's going to look like, they have the frame, and then it's just plugging in those creative ideas, those announcements, those projects, those videos, those photos, those graphics into the thing that we already have. So that's the riff. Ritual's good. Punching yourself inadvertently with Apple Fitness Plus kickboxing, not as good. Uh, I encourage you to dig into Ritual's a little bit more. And if you're already like all in on this, um, you know, maybe consider how how you might really be intentional with how you're doing these workflows, protocols, rituals with your students. Uh, I think there's a real power in having that kind of muscle memory practice behavior. Uh, my name is Bill Selleck. Thanks for listening. This has been me talking.